ain't shift work and we here to motivate keeping god first helping you to keep the faith uh, shift work this is what we doing bringing y'all together connecting with pastor susan dropping truth bombs uh, only speaking facts learning from the scripture all in the podcast shifting our thinking and we spreading the word all in his name you know that it's shift work let's go Call starting now. <laughs> okay, so this week, our first topic for this week of this semester. Are you guys ready? I don't know if you're ready for this one. This one's heavy. Our topic is intent. Ooh, that's a strong word. Intent. Short for intentional. Okay. How can that be motivating? How can we look at intent and find goods, bads, and uglies in it and ways that we can change ourselves to motivate ourselves going into the week so that we're more prosperous, we're more happy, we're more engaging, right? So our topic this week is intent. So here is the definition of intent. Something that is intended, clearly, um, an aim or a plan. Okay, so intent is something that you intend on, something that you have an aim for or that you have a plan for, intent. So here's the scripture that I want you to um, really just meditate on this week. I'm going to give you two different versions of it. And this is found in Proverbs 16, 2. So this is the NIV version, and it says, People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Woo! Okay, we might always think our intentions are good, but are they really? We're going to dig into that today. All, are our intentions really good? But I love this because it says, People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. God knows what our intentions are before, between every action, every statement that we make. I, I mean, like he knows our heart, right? He examines our heart. But here's the second version. This is the Passion Translation. Um, this is actually one of my favorite translation, translations. Okay, so it says, we are all in love with our own opinions. Woo! All right, call over. There it is. That just preached. We are all in love with our own intentions. <laughs> Convinced that we're correct, it says. But the Lord is in the midst of us, and he's testing and he's probing every motive. So I want to read that one one more time. We are all in love with our own opinions. We are convinced that we are correct. But the Lord is in the midst of us. And he's testing and probing our every motive. Guys, and, and this is very tricky when you say intent. Because there's a lot of things that we can do that are, we have to be intentional on when we do them, okay? So a couple of those things are we have to intentionally eat healthy, right? We have to intentionally make choices. Like even Pastor Sean in his message yesterday was talking about um, when you go to a restaurant, are you the one ordering the big sloppy cheeseburger, add the avocado, extra bacon, extra grease, like throw it on? Or are you intentionally saying, no, I need to eat healthier. So 
So today I'm going to order that chicken salad or, you know, so you've got to intentionally eat healthy because it's very easy for us not to, especially if we're around other people that are not. You have to be intentionally on time for something. Work. Some of y'all are at work or on your way to work. You have to intentionally get up, shut off that alarm, get in the shower. It has to be intent behind it, right? Um, you have to intentionally be patient. There's a lot of times that we spend a lot of our lives waiting in lines, waiting at uh, the doctor's office, the DMV, wherever it may be, right? We're waiting, but we have to be intent um, on waiting. We have to know we're going to have to be patient. We're going to have to sit here. We're going to be on time. We're going to have to eat healthy. But really in kind things, we can look at ways that we are bad. And when I say bad, I'm not saying you're straight out walking the sinner's road, okay? But we have bad intentions. And this is where this scripture, it says, we might think our intentions are good, but the eyes of the Lord is really examining our motives. So I want to throw some other things out at you and see see if there's something here that makes you go, ooh, hmm, okay. You're right. You're right, Susan. You're right. Okay. How about embarrassing someone you might go oh no 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 I didn't mean to I didn't mean to hurt your feelings but you knew that whatever you said or you did was going to embarrass that person so you know what's behind that intent do you see where I'm going with this there was intent behind that maybe it's you are um, setting somebody up to fail Hmm. maybe it's somebody at work uh, somebody you're in competition with for a promotion, or maybe it's even a friendship that you there's some uh, some jealousy issues in. It, it goes all over the place. But this, I'm just giving you tidbits to really dig into your own life and your own intentions this week. Because guess what? We set people up to fail. We're like, you know what? I'm just going to add all this extra work. That they think that they know everything. They know that they can. They think they can do everything. Well, I'm just going to add all this up and let's really see what happens. But do you see the intent? Do you hear it? You're intentionally setting them up to fail. But we can look at it and go, but our intentions are good. This person wants extra work. This person thinks that they can do everything. They, let me just, no, 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 no. We're digging deeper, right? There's intent there. And here's a big one. Here's a big one. And I see this every day on social media. Lord, help us all in Jesus' name. I see it every day on social media. Somebody slamming someone else. Somebody slamming some slandering. Let's let's use the word slandering someone else. And it doesn't always even have to be their name. You do not even have to say their name to be slandering someone and slamming someone. But I want you to dig deeper here for the intent part of it. There's intention. You might even be saying their name. Another day, I'll have to go through it. But I read one the other day that oh, you think that you can just this, that, and that, and da la 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 la. And obviously, whoever was reading that and that was the person knew it was them. There was intention hurt there. There was intention to gossip about that person. There was intention to um, 
slander, intention to um, hurt, right? There's always that intent behind everything that we do. And so what we want to do is we really want to weigh today, what are our intentions going into the week? Because you can intend to spend time with your children this week, with your loved ones. You can intend to get your schedule in line. You can intend to, um, to eat healthier and be healthier and to work out. But if your heart is not in the right place, then the attentions completely falter. And we see this scripture right here in, in the Passion Translation that says, we are all in love with our own opinions. We are convinced that we are correct. But the Lord is in our midst, testing and probing our every motive. You know, some of the biggest betrayals that we will experience in our life are those that had intent. Think about that. That could be from a spouse. That could be um, from a loved one. That could be from a best friend. And you know what? Those are the ones that hurt the most. And think about it. If you know somebody has done something to hurt your feelings, right? We can easily forgive. We're supposed to forgive. We're supposed to give grace because we are only human and those things are going to happen. But when somebody hurts your feelings and then maybe you find out later that there was intent behind it, that it was intentional, that someone understood something that was going on in your life or was told something secret that you shared with them or a trust was betrayed, it hurts that much more, doesn't it? You're like, wow, they meant to do that to me? intent. So as we go into our week this week, I really want you to to walk into it with this broad perspective, right? Broad, not narrow-minded, okay? You have to have a broad perspective of everything we do. What is the intent behind it? Because the scripture tells us very clearly, God sees our heart. He already knows our motives, okay? And if they are bad and they are not good intentions, he's going to know all of that, and we can't be blessed through that. So here's what we want to do. As ambassadors of Christ, it is a mindset we have to have. It is a decision that we have to make every day when we get up and we walk out that door that we are going to be ambassadors of Christ. Remember, intent is something that you have an aim for. The definition says it is a plan. It is something you intend to do. We have to walk out with that mindset that we are intending to be representation of Christ today. We are going to be the light. We are going to be that city on a hill, right? We don't want anybody to ever question our intentions for the things and why we do the things that we do. We want people to see Christ first, not bad intentions first not hurt first, not disappointment first. We want to be encouraging. We want to be empowering. We want to be inspiring of others. And the only way we can do that is to have the good, true intentions. So we want to be uh, intentional ambassadors of Christ. We want to have that mindset. We want to make that decision. God intentionally created you. Think about that for a second. God intentionally, there was intent in who he created you to be. Everything about you, your eye color, your hair color, the gifts, the talents that you have, your personality, your quirky little weird things about you. We all have them. I'm super weird. Okay. Intent with that. He intentionally created you the way that you are. Not only did he intentionally create us, he has intentionally appointed you. Okay. You're not only appoint. we hear this all the time and we say it so blasé and so casually that we forget really what it means, okay? 
He has intentionally appointed us. Okay, not only did he intentionally create us, he had a plan behind it. He had an aim behind it, right? He intended us to be who we are, but he has appointed us to do great things. And we casually say that, oh, girl, you're appointed for great things. Oh, don't forget, you're appointed. He's got a purpose on your life. We speak that stuff all day long, right? But we are not setting our intentions correctly that when we leave the house every day, that we're intentionally walking in his intentional plan for us. Think about that. He took all this time to create us and make us and all these great things that he's intended for us, but we don't walk in them. So he has intentionally created us. He has intentionally appointed us to do things in his honor and his glory. And he has intentionally anointed us for it. Okay? So he created us for a job to do. He has appointed the job that we're going to do. And he has anointed us. He has already made a way and prepared us inside out, our mind, our hearts, our skills, our talents, our gifts, to go and do what he has already intentionally set out for us to do. So don't forget that. You were intentionally created. You were intentionally appointed to a specific purpose over your life. And then you are you are intentionally anointed to do that. All, all the time we say, I can't do that. Nope, that's too big. That dream, oh my goodness, that, that idea that I have in my head, that desire that I have in my heart, I'll never, I'll never be able to do that. I just can't. Well, guess what, guys? He intentionally gave you that. He intentionally put that there. He intentionally created you with these ideas in your mind and heart because you were created by him. So never discount yourself. Never discount yourself. But we want to motivate ourselves to put him first through your day. We have to intentionally, if you want your week to be blessed, you want your week to be prosperous, you want your week to be happy, you want your week to be relaxed, you want less stress, less anxiety, all these things. You want to, you want to get along with your coworkers. You don't want to fight with your kids. You want your spouse to understand what you're saying. We have to intentionally put God first for everything. And I think that's particularly important with this Monday motivation call. I'm not here to pick at you. I'm not here to pull out those those ugly things about you, but we do have to kind of be able to recognize those, right? If we want to be better, we want to improve ourselves. We want to live our, uh, our lives more godly and have a better spiritual relationship with our father. Then we got to kind of let some stuff go. Y'all, we got to be like, okay, that don't belong here. That's taking up valuable room in my heart that I could be expanding it for the Lord Jesus Christ. But we have to intentionally put him first in our day. Remember, intent means it's an aim or a plan. So one of your challenges this week, maybe you already have a great routine where you spend time with God during the week. Maybe you um, intentionally put him first and you pray. Like I I've said it a lot of times, y'all, before I even get out of bed, before my feet even hit the floor, I'm like, thank you, Lord, for waking me up today. Thank you for this breath. Thank you for whatever little purpose that you have along the way for me today. God, open my eyes to opportunities where I can share your love and speak your glory, right? So before I even get out of bed, I know I need to say that prayer. But even if you have intentionally put him first in your day, how can you change that routine? Because sometimes we get so in the habit, honestly, sometimes it's routine. I'm laying in bed. Okay, Lord, thank you for the breath. Thank you for that. Okay, got to get up. Got to get my day going. Well, yeah, I said the prayer. I was intentional, right? But going back, 
that scripture, it says, we may be pure in our own eyes, but the Lord examines our motives. And then the other version says, we're all in love with our opinions. We're convinced we're correct. I can say, well, hey, you know what? I did put God first. I prayed before I even got out of bed, right? My intention was good. But it says, but the Lord's in the midst of us, testing and probing our every motive. Was it really a prayer? Or was it just routine? Where was the intent for me to connect with God in that prayer first thing in the morning? So I just want to point out that sometimes you may be, you get your Bible out in the morning, you do your devotion, you pray, but where's your intent? Are you really intending to hear from God? Are you really intending to connect with him for the day? Or are you going through the motions? Because the the scripture says very, very simply, he's in the midst of us. He already knows what your motives are. Okay. First through our day to motivate us. If we do that, we know, hey, God's going to open doors today. God's going to make me nicer to that coworker that all she does is munch on Cheetos all day and drink Mountain Dew, and it, I can't stand it. Y'all, it's the little thing sometimes. I don't, I don't have somebody like that next to me, but I have, okay? But God will give you grace for that, enough grace to share. Here's your big challenge. How can you motivate through intention this week those people around you, okay? Think about where you're going to be. I don't care if you're like, I ain't going nowhere. I'm on vacation. I'm at home all week. Guess what? There is somebody around you, whether it is your parents, whether it is your siblings, whether it is your spouse, whether it is your children, whether it is your neighbors, because everybody lives next to somebody, okay? Who can you motivate? That ain't motivating. I'll be like, yeah, thanks. You too, right? There's no intention in that. But what does that intent look like? Here's some ideas for you. Make someone feel loved this week. Because you know what? Feeling unloved is the most unlovable feeling, right? When you feel unloved or you don't feel like somebody has um, really truly showed that they care for you today, or or maybe you're not feeling like you're connected with anybody, your friends, or whatever, we're not the only one. We all feel like that at times. God, we're God first, right? Let's put him first but even in this, in this challenge. God, okay, who do you want me to call today? Place somebody on my heart that I can intentionally call and say, hey, I've been thinking about you today. I just want to, I want you to know that you're loved. I want to get grab some coffee with you. Let's hang out. What are you doing? How can I pray for you? Be intentional, but if we if we put God first, he's going to open up that door, right? He's going to he's going to know that we have true motives, right? And he's going to give us that person. Make somebody feel loved this week. But what we have to do is we have to intentionally, here we go with the word intent. Y'all, it's a powerful word. We have to intentionally remove ourselves out of that. Some of y'all don't even know, in our 15 minutes pre-call time at 7.15, I get on early to chat with the chatties, right? I was even showing, look, oh, y'all, look at my schedule for June. It's so packed, right? I did. I literally was showing people, look how busy. I can't fit anything in. But when we go to intentionally speak with someone or reach out to someone, we look at our own needs first. 
And we go, okay, where can I do that on my calendar? Mm, convicted right here this morning, convicted. How do I fit that in on my time? Okay, well, I will ask her to coffee, but it's got to be two weeks from this week. Hopefully she doesn't want to do it like Okay, but do you see how the intent, the true intent is not there. The scripture says we're all in love with our own opinions and we're convinced that we're correct. Oh, I'm reaching out. I'm going to be motivating. I'm going to intentionally do this challenge this week. But then our motive, uh uh-uh, we put ourselves into that instead of the other person and the intent changes, the motive changes. It's all about what's going to work for us now. Do you see that? So when you reach out and you, and you want to challenge somebody and you want to motivate them this week and you want to make them feel loved, pull yourself out of the equation. Remove your own needs because it's not about us, right? Because, number one, we were created by God for a reason. We were appointed a job by him, and we were anointed to do that job and given all the tools that we need to do it. This is part of that job is reaching out and loving one another. That's a commandment. Okay, so we're going to make somebody feel loved this week. I want you to choose your family member, your friend, your coworker, your neighbor, and I want you to intentionally speak life and appreciation into them. I want you to think just for a second, when's the last time somebody told you that they appreciate you? Because we all work hard, y'all. We all live these demanding lives. Life is busy, 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 busy. We're moms, we're wives. We're girlfriends, we're um, sisters, we're daughters, you know, like life gets busy. I mean, there's things that pull us in so many different directions. Many of y'all know I take care of my 90-year-old father. Like, he lives three hours away. You know, like we, there's things that stretch us that people don't even know about, the things that we do. Life is busy that way. And Just a simple appreciation for the things that we do sometimes goes a long way. Just somebody going, you know what? Hey, I see you, and I see that you work hard. I see that you're dedicated. I see that you're loyal. I see that you're loving on people. I see God's light in you, and I appreciate you. Appreciation goes a long way. So I want you to intentionally show some appreciation this week. And, you know, it may be that person at work, y'all. We've all got that person at work that probably does a thousand and one things, probably takes their job home with them, is probably um, taking up valuable family time to dedicate to work, and no one appreciates them. Who's that quiet person at the office that sticks to themselves that, you know, come lunchtime, they just grab their lunch out of the refrigerator and they head out and they eat alone outside? Maybe you can intentionally go and sit out and have lunch with them. Get to know them. Show them appreciation because we all have felt unappreciated. We all don't hear that enough, but why not be the change, right? Be the light, be the city on the hill, be the ambassador for Christ, and be kind to one another because that's what the word says also, right? What are we doing to be kind to one another? You will see the fruits of your intent. If you start out your week with Jesus first, and you are intentional for being his ambassador, you will see the fruits from that. You will see that, that, that cranky old neighbor that wants to complain about everything, right, start to be nice to you. Things will shift. You'll see the shift, right? Okay, so you're going to pray for them. Doors of opportunity are going to open for you. 
You're going to ask for God to give you the intent on who to speak over, speak into, speak life for, who to pray over. But be careful when you start asking, Lord, open up the doors for me to see. Because have y'all ever prayed for patience? Mm, mm -mm. God will give you ways that you need to be patient. So if you are truly in your heart intentional on wanting to be a better ambassador for Christ, you need to pray for it, but be ready for it. Because again, he has appointed you and he's anointed you. And this may be the very time that you begin to walk into those gifts. So it is eight o'clock. I want to pray over you guys. And then I'm going to um, close out the call. But next week, the first five minutes of the call, I want you to share what you guys did to intentionally set yourself aside and to go and motivate someone else this week, because it will motivate you to be better. It absolutely will. And I believe uh, putting God first is the very beginning of that. Be intentional. And I want to leave you with this quote. It says, integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. I know y'all have heard that before. It's by C.S. Lewis. Integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. Nobody needs to know what you're doing right for someone. No one needs to know how you're blessing somebody, what you're texting them and letting them know. What I'm looking for is how does it challenge you every week to be a better person and to be better motivated going into your work, your week. It's all about intention. I'll read the scripture for you one more time, and then I'm going to pray you out. It is Proverbs 16.2. This is the NIV version. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines the motives. Don't forget, the Lord sees the heart, and he knows what your intent is. I pray you guys out. Lord God, I just thank you so much um, for every person on this call. God, I just ask that their day be blessed. I ask that you open up their hearts to see people as they truly are, your your creations, Lord God, the, those people that you have created, appointed, and anointed to do great things for you, Father, that we would just lift them up, we would encourage them, we would empower them, we would inspire them, and that we would just have every intention to to be your ambassador and let them see you in our lives, Lord God. We ask that each person that is um, reached out to this week receive it with such love and with grace and that they too can be motivated to be better people in your name, God. And I just thank you so much for this group and the opportunity to come together and start our week putting you first. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. Woo! We had a whole bunch of people come in on the call. Y'all didn't even know it. Okay, I will see y'all next week. If you want to be on early at 7.15, we're going to chat. All right, love y'all.